I love, I'm a big sleeper. I'm always someone that likes to sleep. But nowadays, sleeping in for me is usually like nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. And today I slept in until about 1030. And I wow. got to tell you, it was exhilarating. Now, I already feel like I lost the day. That's the that's the downside. That's why I don't mm-hmm. do that anymore. But the rest, how rested I feel is incredible. It feels like I just like pulled a life or pull a year off of my life. I cannot sleep till 1030. That is so... I don't even think you can sleep till like 8 o'clock. No, Dude, no, no, Walgie's no. up at like 630. Yeah, yeah, you're an early worm guy. I'm always so early. Like late for me, if I sleep until 8, I feel like that's very, very late. I feel like I've missed <laughs> out on a lot. 8 is if late. I, if I go till 8, 8 is late. Um, I wish that I was a natural morning person because I do you know, prefer to just be productive, but the truth is that I, I hate waking up in the morning. I'm I've always been a deep sleeper, and I will always pick sleep over whatever I'm sac- supposed to be sacrificing it for. No, I Agreed. I, I get it. Uh, but yeah, I'm just not. Uh, no, I'm I, I like to be up. I like to be doing stuff. Be active. Are you up late too, or do you like? Do you have a solid bedtime? No, uh, I do not have a solid bedtime. It usually depends on the games. If I have a game to watch, then mm. I'll stay up till. Whenever the game ends, which is usually like 10, 30, or 11 anyway. But what usually happens is I fall asleep on the couch watching the game. And then I, but, but, but typically I try and be in bed by like, God, this is going to, I don't like letting people this much know my life, but like typically I try and be in bed by like 9, 45 or 10. Dude, he's, he's, he's an early sleeper, early riser. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Your your adjustment into seniority will be a smooth one. No, it will be. I mean, I mean, maybe like ten, fifteen, ten thirty, but that's cutting it. That's getting late. So yeah, typically I'd say on average, <laughs> on average, like uh, ten. Boom, ten. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you're you're just a model of of maturity, and I, honestly, like you 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 have the uh, the discipline and the working hours of someone who's like ex-military but you're not <laughs> no no i'm not so really you're like you're you're stolen valor dude i i've stolen a lot of things in my life yes uh, i've stolen, you're stolen valor. yeah uh I, I do have to apologize for being late i i got we, we were recording like 10 15 minutes after we we're supposed to and it's my fault so you guys know i had wings today right i made wings i do mm, wings yep. every weekend and it got so messy, I actually had to jump in the shower. That's why I'm late here. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what are you, bathing in them? <laughs> I mean, it got real out of control. So, yeah, uh, I just want to let you guys know that's why this happened. I'm sorry for being late, and we can finally get to the damn show. But that's what happened. I had to jump in the shower. So We're getting weird in the Woos studios yeah, over I here. Mean, I know. This sounds, this sounds... There's a lot of butter and sauces. <laughs> like a whole, a whole shower is... That's... that's <laughs> Like I can understand, me, like I had to go wash my nope. whole face it, in the sink. It was not enough for a shirt. Nope, not enough a for a shower. Shirt. Yeah, a whole. Sh- it needed a, a full shower. <laughs> you know what's funny is before we started the show, Tyler Tyler ran upstairs to go like get a drink of water or something. Yeah, I got my and, stuff. And he was like, "I'm going to tell you guys why I was late when I get back." And Smitty and I were speculating, and this won't make the uh, the podcast air. But Smitty can confirm that my, what I guessed was that you pissed your pants and you had to take a shower. Oh, That's no. <laughs> well, the shower it's part definitely was making the podcast for sure. <laughs> the shower part was keep right. it in, don't cut it. Uh, that's Got great. it for sure. All right, so Will, uh, before we get going today, I have a top five. You know, I've been doing my list lately, my my top hmm. whatever. So I got a good top five, okay. and it's because watching some uh, college football game day this weekend. Love a little game day. They were yeah, at sure. Jackson State. Yes, right? it was shout really out, cool. Shout out Dion. And they were showing some different tailgate things. And one thing I noticed was an amazing donut spread. 
at the tailgate. So it got mm-hmm. me thinking top five donuts, okay? Okay. Now, I'm yep. going all over the board here. I'm not too specific with, with what we're considering to be a donut, right? Any kind of, well, I guess we can be the, I don't want, cinnamon roll Yeah, is I mean, out a bagel's not a donut. We can agree on that, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> cinnamon roll is out of bounds. But but this yes. is, the, and I love a donut, right? You got your coffee, you got a donut. Nothing's better than a donut with a cup of coffee. It pairs so well. All right. So I'm going to go reverse. I'm going one through five instead of five through one. We're just starting with the best, okay? Yeah. Lead from the front. My my number one donut (laughs) is the old-fashioned. I love an old-fashioned donut. I will take an old-fashioned any what, day. what is an old fashioned? I don't think is it's that old. just like the sprinkled sugar. No, no, no. So I, I, uh, I, I thought that, I'm Googling it right now. Are you talking about just like a glazed? No, no, no. Glazed because you got your different kinds of donuts, right? Oh, I see. Okay. The I always thought these ones were like were kind of like a cake donut. I see now. Those are delicious. So, 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 so the cake donut is more just like your classic round baked donut. I guess, well, that's a good point. Let's let's first play Know Your Donut, okay? So the cake donut, <laughs> the cake donut is just going to be your classic round donut. This is what you see in your right. TV shows. This is your classic donut, what you think of a donut. It's your It's round. It's pretty condensed. And you can do a lot of things with it. That's the cake donut. Then, just a step uh, aside from that is the uh, uh, yeast donut or the raised donut. Okay, so you'll see this, and it's again circle uh, circle donut, and it's a little bit bigger than the cake donut, a little fluffier. You could still do like glazes, sprinkles, things like that. That's the yeast. Those are the two most okay. popular. And then the old fashioned is the other kind of circle donut. Uh, that, that you're going to see. So the old fashioned is my favorite. No matter where I go, I always get the old fashioned. Get the old fashioned. Glaze. Yeah, old fashioned. Number yeah, one. Yeah, like some sure. old fashioned. Yes. So that's number one for me. Number two okay. is a powdered sugar cake donut. Mm. So so the yeah. cake donut powdered sugar. So good. Delicious. Number two. Number three is a uh, raised or a yeast donut. Uh, chocolate uh, uh, ven- uh, chocolate uh, uh, frosting and sprinkles. Okay. And then number four, bear claw. Number five, mm. we're going cinnamon cake donut. Top five. Okay. See, you know, the funny thing is normally with these lists, they get contentious and I get really like feisty and you, I'm like, ooh, I hate this list. Do. Yes. But here's the thing about donuts is that all donuts are delicious. So even though my list is very different, even just on the fly, I didn't come prepared. I love your list because I love donuts. Donuts so are all over the place. You really can't go wrong, but those are mine that if I if I get them, I'm always happy. I'm never sad with a donut. Now, can I put honorable mention any kind of donut hole? I love donut holes. They're they're nice. Oh, okay. They're quick, yep. they're... All right, you finally brought it up. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, let's, let's talk donut holes a little bit. <laughs> let's talk donut holes. I'll and, give and, you and, and can we call them donut plugs? They're not holes. <laughs> they're that's a good point. They're actually yeah, the opposite true. of yeah, a they- hole. They're 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 a donut fill. They're a donut. Yeah, they're a donut the uh, the ball. <laughs> they're a plug. Yeah, a plug. I, I know it's not. I love popular, donut plugs, but they yeah, are a plug. Really, if you're buying donut holes, you're just buying air. You're buying nothing. You're buying <laughs> a void of a void of donuts. You guys ever that's have a very good point? You guys made. ever have a, a cronut? Oh, okay. I'm okay, but never had a Krona. I gotta give you my top five. You do. I gotta give you my. This is an impromptu five. I I was helping you stall that. I was helping you. uh, You know. Oh no! I could. The second you mentioned a top five of donuts, my head started spinning. So, my number one will always just be your classic glazed. I love uh, a a classic glazed. That's your number one. That is my number one. Now, again, I love all donuts, but I love a just a classic glazed donut. Has to be a good one. Certain. This is where. 
the, I always tell the best like donuts as far as like brands or, or donut shops by how they do their their classic glazed. So I, number one for me will always be a classic glazed. A, a, a I'm cake like donut or like like a raised like a more of like a raised donut like a yeast donut. Um. Uh, yeah, give me an yeah, example. A, a, a raise. Raise, okay. Lamar's. Lamar's. Lamar's, yes, Lamar's yes, yes. classic glazed donut is so top tier, it's not even fucking funny. Okay. And I dunk it in my coffee. So that's the first That's okay. number one. Okay. Number two is a cronut. A, a good cronut is so amazing. And, and for those of you that don't know, it's like a donut, but it's flaky and kind of crispy like a croissant. Oh, it's, 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 it's like if it's like if a so croissant and a donut oh. fucked and had a baby, it would be a cronut, and it's amazing. This is the product of donut fucking. This is yes. The- yep, exactly. Uh, okay, Plugs, I'm, into, I'm into cronuts being on there. Okay. Um, and so n- number two would be a cronut. Number three, okay. Number three, I would go with like chocolate donut uh, with. Uh, with the chocolate glaze as well. You See, know, you know like I, cons- chocolate. I considered that, but that's too much chocolate for me. I need the regular with the chocolate, gl- uh, the chocolate glaze for me personally. Yeah. You're a chocolate I mean, guy. Gosh, hey, if you're a chocolate guy, tough. why hold back? You just it's dive tough. in. Then yeah. number four would be just your classic uh, powdered, uh, powdered donut. Right. Okay. And then number five, I would go with, um, I love the, the crueler. I think, or yeah, they're, they're called crueler's, right? It's kind of sure. similar to a, to a cake donut. Uh, enlighten me. I, I think, or a maybe crueler. it's a grueler. Crueler. I'm looking this up because I don't know what that is. Um. Yeah. Give it a goog for those of you out there. Someone out there knows. Donut. Crueler. It says C R U L R. Crueler. Crueler. Or maybe it's a crueler. I don't know. But they're similar to a cake donut. But they're. Oh no way! That's on your top five. That's all right. First of all, that's five. First of all, okay, I understand it's five, but it's not your your. That's not the last on the list. Top five is still sacred. Top five is. I have had these before. I would put these on my bottom five. If we had a bottom five, and you know what's you know what's hard to do. Supportive of your list, and now you're just coming. (laughs) No, you were, you were, you were. But I'm just being honest here. If in terms of a pastry, (laughs) Wallsy just shitting on lists. In terms of a pastry, this is one of my least favorite pastries I've ever had in my entire life, desserts or not. This is one of my least favorite donuts. It is almost borderline repulsive. I'm not trying to be over the top. I will turn down borderline repulsive. This is one of the donuts I will turn down. I, was that, I mean, it's someone just a opens, cake donut in a cool shape. No, That's it's literally not. It's it. not it at all. It's, it's lighter. <laughs> it's fluffier. It, 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 I don't it, even know what you guys are talking about right it, now. Here, Ryan, I can pull up a uh, an image of it real quick. C R U L E R, a cruller, cruller. Where's the camera in here? They're delicious. You see him, Ryan? You see that? It's oh, still okay. a donut. It's I mean, not it's like it's fine. made no, of no, sand. It's, to me, it's, it's a texture thing. It's a texture thing, and it's not very It'll flavorful make top either. 10. No, bottom five. Bottom five for me. So, wow, Will, I'm, I'm sorry to be I'm sorry to be so strong, but I will say this. Maybe I made a mistake with my uh, cinnamon cake for five. I'll replace that with cronut because you brought up a good point. I love the cronut. And mm. while we're on replacing top, uh, top lists... I do want to say this. I'm not going to go over my whole candy list again, but after reconsidering it, I did a different podcast. Yeah, your list needed work. I did a different podcast. It did. It needed a little uh, sharpening Your list needed work. But hey, in my defense, I didn't... Compared to all the games I'm prepping for the bet board and for the audience for the game, or my candy list, what do you think I put more time into? (laughs) So with a little bit of time to to vet through it, think about it. You know, I took a a long, hot shower. I really went through it in my head. I actually did another podcast. I brought my top seven You walked down to the pier and ran through the pigeons. So, So so the, 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 the mistakes I made, I'm not apologizing for the Twizzlers, but I'm including all kinds of Twizzlers in that. But I replace uh, Milky Way with, with uh, uh, Snickers. Okay, that, that became obvious. 
And then somewhere Solid in there, move. I'm not going to go too in depth, and you guys are not going to love this, but this is me, me personally. Somewhere mm-hmm. in there has to be Junior Mints. I totally forgot Junior Mints, yeah, and for I sure. love a good Junior Mint. I mean, I we talked about those. them on the show. I just don't think they're top five. They are delicious. Yeah, so that's that's what I have to say about all of that non-football stuff. Yeah, and I'm pretty yeah. much yeah. yeah. Can I give my donuts? Oh, of, of course, course, please. I mean, Ryan's just whatever you do, don't say Crawler or or Tyler so, will murder you. <laughs> first of all, do not say Crawler. Second of all. He is frying Ryan. So you go last year. I feel. I feel like you're hitting cleanup. This is this is the uh, the good list here. Yeah, I'm, I'm hitting cleanup and bring I'm going home. five to one. Yeah, okay, yeah, bring us home here. So number five is the Long John. Okay, uh, already don't like it. All right, yeah. But, well, but, but I will say this. But I will say this. I'm a, in the minority. A little too phallic for me. Long- <laughs> Here's the reason. In Here- both name and shape. <laughs> here's the argument for Long Johns, and I personally don't like them, but here's the argument for Long Johns. Is they're super versatile. Okay, you can do a lot of different uh, uh, right. frostings, a lot of different fillings, and they're big. That's true. So if you like it, it's just more of it. But I, 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 I've never been a big Long John guy. Well, that's why it's number five. Okay. I mean, Agreed. So number four, but what kind anything, of what kind of long john? Cherry? Do you go like? Uh, no, 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 no. Just just traditional. You finish. do like a like like a vanilla glaze on top, and like a a regular cream filling in the center, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So okay. Number four, anything cake, cake, just a cake. Give me okay. Just give me a cake donut, cake okay. donut with sprinkles, cake donut. What about what about fall up? time? What about right now? If you go to the grocery store, you get pumpkin cake. Are you into pumpkin cake donuts? Sure. Okay. Why not? Okay. All right. I, I, I'm a part of the seasons. Let's go. <laughs> uh, number three, anything maple. Anything mm. maple. Give me a maple. I like the broadness here. Anything maple. <laughs> yeah. Anything maple. <laughs> number two, all donuts. <laughs> so uh, maple, up, you know, Will. you know, uh, one of my favorite places has a really good maple bear claw and bear claw was my number four. I'm saying Ooh, maple bear claw. I mean, there's, there's not much better. I mean, there's only three better technically. Yeah. So yeah, ahead, I'm not Matt. getting much, much pushback on this one. No, no. Right. I'm into your list here. Two donut holes. Donut plugs, whatever you want to call them. See, I thought you were, I thought you were uh, uh, arguing early with the donut plugs, or just the name. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm promoting them. Okay. Yeah, just okay. the name. Okay, yeah, okay. They're like number, number like, one. Oh, hold on, a- before before you go on from the from the donut plugs, you know what I love is is uh, <laughs> donut plugs. Is the uh, <laughs> I always go to like the mom and pop donut shops, and you guys, sure. uh, I know this is a uh, quick fifteen seconds for that's not going to be great for everyone not in Colorado University. Uh, just, uh, just south of Orchard, there's this. Great, oh, I know that spot. Yeah, yeah. They they, they it's do like, it. Well. Uh, it's just called like. like bu- is it called like Buffs or something? No, no. It's called We Need K N E A D. We Need Donut. Yeah, that okay, that's they, right. They like do, dough they, needing. Yeah, yeah, that's a mom Funny. and pop place. I go there almost all the time. They have the best donuts, but um, they've got uh, uh these sometimes assortment of donut holes or uh uh that you know you get your plugs li- plugs and you get your, like three <laughs> sprinkle three regular three powdered sugar three and it's a nice assortment of the plugs so like that's what that. i'm into yeah that that that's always nice all right ryan so Good way to get some variety yeah but that that's my f- you get the variety from the mom and pops like that that's that's mm, that's money all right ryan sorry no you're good uh and my number one is just a classic glazed there we but, go. But you also need to put it in the microwave for about five seconds. Oh, big tall glass of milk. You know, oh, I gotta say, money. I expected the whole classic glaze thing from Will. He's a hipster. We expect that. That's what he does. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, you though, 
I didn't expect the classic glaze from you. See, you have a whole world of donuts in front of you, and you're going to go classic glaze number one. Now, is it a specific? Is it They're the classic for a reason, though. There's a reason why the classics are the classics, no. Tyler. <laughs> okay. First of all, is uh, whether you were meaning to do a little always sunny homage, that's a that's a good shout out there. Um, <laughs> But 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 I actually disagree. Classic, like, uh, what about the Hershey's bar? There are so many better chocolate bars than the classic Hershey's. Just because it's the we're classic. not talk, we're not talking chocolate yeah, bars. Yeah. We're talking donuts, but bro. But, 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 but no Will, Will okay? shifted. No 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 no. Will shifted the conversation into being a classic, and so I said no because it's just a classic doesn't make it good. This that is all in the context of, of uh It's all of contextual. Donuts. It's all contextual. It's in, in like, I, I I guess what, when I was making my list. The classic glazed donuts. That I was thinking Krispy Kreme. Okay, so specific Krispy Kreme. That's you get so specific. a good hot Krispy Kreme. I will not argue that is bomb. <laughs> With a two percent milk, but but Krispy Kreme oh, almost no. I, I, Block and by dude. the way, whole milk. This is why we do timestamps exactly right here. And whole milk, yes, Ryan. Um, Krispy yes, Kreme, whole milk, but they don't sell whole milk at Krispy Kreme. But but here's the thing, Krispy Kreme. You shouldn't Kreme, buy your milk at Krispy Kreme. You guys are missing the whole thing. This is the point. We're talking donuts. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There are so many different things to bring up. First of all, Will's so right. You don't buy your milk at Krispy Kreme and then complain they don't have whole milk. Yeah, do they have a microwave on the counter for you to microwave your own donut there, too? No, you should be getting them hot, you dumbass. You just said to throw in the microwave with a glass of milk. and I'm saying if if you get them post- Wow, Fresh. I mean, this is really started some shit, Tyler. Okay, but I, but also I said this: if Ryan's going specific, this is this is almost outside the rules. I think Ryan, if you're going to go specific, Krispy Kreme donuts, we're talking more like like picking. That's them up. what I was thinking. But Krispy Kreme, they it makes a, a Krispy Kreme donut worse the more you add to it. Right, so when you do like the whole like chocolate, the the uh, frosting and the sprinkles, it makes it worse. The best Krispy Kreme donut is just the plain, uh, yeah, donut. classic glaze. That's but what that's I'm saying. That's not the argument or, or the discussion. The discussion is like like a donut shop, and you're gonna right, get, but but you're you, not gonna even get a if you get glaze at a donut shop, unless you're will, if you get, unless you will disagree. <laughs> I even if you get a classic glazed from wherever Kings. Your nearest grocery store. Yeah. Yes. Throw it in the microwave for five seconds. Mm. Boom. Okay. Yep. Well, and stop I, by Krispy Kreme for some two percent milk on the I, way there. I'm a little Shut upset your that, mouth, I'm, Will. I'm a little upset that old fashioned didn't make either of your top five. I think old fashioned is by far the best. Best texture. It's been a while since I've had one, to be honest best with taste. you. So I'll go give it a try. Yeah, Maybe I'll a get try. a donut uh, today. Maybe I'll give one tomorrow. Give who it knows? a try. And a sneak preak. Can we do a sneak preak to next week for the audience who stuck through that? Uh McRib. Uh, uh, testing. We're going to each take That's a right. bite of a McRib next week. Here we go. And uh, give it a review. So maybe even two. It's really uh, <laughs> the, the second bite comes down to how good the first bite is. I haven't had a McRib in so long that I'm not super excited about it. But look, we're going <laughs> to, this is strictly for content. We're going to, we're going to give our review of the McRib yeah. sponsored by McDonald's. Right before, I have a uh, feeling I'm going to eat the whole thing. I might eat the whole thing too. <laughs> right before we do our uh, helmet bracket. So a few yeah. uh, previews for next week. Incredible. Uh, well, listen, we, we do need to talk college football and, and talk <laughs> the week nine games. We do. Um, the boys were hot with our picks. I'm just going to come out and say that. First of all, um, boys are back Tyler, in town. Gets, Tyler gets the bet board victory. He's now only two games behind me. I'm starting oh, to sweat. The comeback I'm starts. starting to sweat. The he was right about begins. UCF. UCF, John Rice Plumley got hurt and was out, and they still cover at home and get a big win against Cincinnati. Okay. 
Yeah. I, I, okay. So, well, you know, I never bitch about my handicap or about like the outcomes, right? You, you take your outcomes, you move on, you, sure. you take your wins, you take your losses and especially like close wins, close losses, uh, games that other people may consider to be like bad beats or things like that. Cause what happens for the average person? They have a bad beat. Oh, it sucked. Bad beat. And then 50, 50 goes their way. It's like, yeah, that's what was supposed to happen. Right. And so I usually do my best to stay the course and stay even. I was driving up to Boulder, going to the CU game, listening to UCF Cincinnati, and I told Allie, driving up, because uh, I, I was getting a little animated when UCF turned it up, <laughs> fumbled for the second time, second drive in a row in the red zone, and yep. I told her, I go, look, I'm just warning you right now, I usually take my wins, I usually take my losses, and it's fine, but if UCF, if UCF finds a way to blow this game, I'm going to be grumpy. <laughs> You're scaring me, Tyler. No, Stop no, it. no, she was. It, it was. It wasn't like that. But I was just sort of like warning her in case it got to the point where it's like, mm, yep. if you're, I'm like suddenly just not the, saying the fists anything, are going to be flying. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, you know how, how it is. But UCF ended up coming back winning. But like Will mentioned, they. Uh, they would have covered by more if Rice Plumley didn't get hurt. They, it wouldn't have been a close game, I don't think, honestly. No, they're, they, yeah, they're, their uh, quarterback went down. And by the way, the backup who came in looked pretty comfortable for a while, allowed them to at least, you know, run their offense somewhat efficiently. But in terms of total yards, you know, UCF outgained them 505 to 333. UCF had 258 rushing yards. Uh, you guys want to play the uh, over under game? Will, do you know the stats off the top of your head? No. Okay, Ryan, let's play the over-under game. You don't know the stats either, do you, Ryan? Uh, absolutely not. Okay, no. over-under uh, Cincinnati, 36.5 rushing yards. I'm going under only because uh, at least when I was watching it in the first quarter, I didn't have the sound on, but I saw at one point they had like two rushing yards, and okay. I think it was like the second quarter. Ryan, over-under? I'll go over. Eh, Will, hits play it. The game. Will hits it with the under. Uh, they had 35 rushing yards as a team. That's insane. You don't win many many games doing that. So uh, thirty fir- factor. Thirty first downs to eighteen. And look, this is what I was saying in my handicap last week. That you look at UCF's or uh, excuse me, Cincinnati's efficiency year by year in terms of team efficiency. That stat I keep, and I don't have the numbers in front of me. It was something like seven, eleven, six, and then seventy three this year. And so it's a different yep. team, very different Cincy. And uh, yeah, well, I uh, I'm glad since he co- or uh, UCF covered because I would have probably come in really hot if it went the other way. And uh, well, you did. You came in hot anyway because you were your your best bets were three zero, including that one. Yes. Smitty's picks went four and one, and I went six and two, even with the bet board loss. Right, so, so the boys do, are hot. Let's do some total. Let's do some housekeeping here. So three and zero. I got them so, right here. Okay. So t- my picks uh, on the year are 48, 40, and one. Um, Tyler's picks are ridiculous. 32, 16, and one. That's absurd. And Smitty is 10, 8, and one. Or excuse me. No, I didn't uh, update that. Smitty is 14, 9, and one. Thank so you. The boys are the boys are winning. The boys are back in town. Hey. Now I don't Tyler's the gambling professional that could do the math, but I'm just gonna say if you had picked all of our bets with you know a million dollar units you'd be like a billionaire right now i'm pretty sure you could buy a lot of cronuts with that a lot of cronuts, <laughs> a lot of old-fashioned a lot of a lot of classic glaze all of the above yeah i mean look um you get the bedboard victory but there were there were massive games for the weekend i did you know, i the- did get the bedboard victory i'm crawling back for uh, uh excuse me nine seven and one and will yep. i think uh well, what does Michael Scott say? I'm, well, 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 looks like the turntables have 
No, he just says he just says how's how the turns how, how the turntables. Mm-hmm. It's been and, quiet this year uh, as far as the bet board goes, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, look, I'm not quite shaking in my boots yet, but I'm a little nervous. Okay, I'm seeing the uh, the uh, uh, on the horizon. I see Tyler approaching, and I'm going, uh oh, <laughs> but I'm not quite there yet. A lot of games um, left. A lot of games left. A lot of action. The, the Ohio State Penn State game, which was one of the early kicks, was uh, an incredible game. If uh, you know, we, I gave out Ohio, uh, Penn State plus fifteen and a half, and what a wild ride that was! Talk about a end. swing, so, dude! Yeah, like all game long, I was like, brilliant bet. And then Ohio, I mean, look, Ohio State didn't even really play that well. Penn State just like, you know, Sean Clifford really fucked up with with all three of his interceptions. By the way, went to the defensive line, and two of them went to the same guy. Is uh, TJ Uyolamalu or whatever, yes. um, who just had an insane game. He had a sack. He had two interceptions as a defensive lineman. Um, and I mean, I think there were three touchdown scoring drives that started inside the, the you know the opponent's forty-one yard line because of Penn State's you know turnovers. They had some really bad ones early, some really bad ones late. And Penn State was very much in that game. In fact, for a lot of the game, it felt like Penn State was going to win that game. And then all of a sudden. You know, Ohio State gets 28 fourth quarter points and they it, Penn State still ends up covering, thankfully, with a garbage time touchdown. But if you had Penn State plus 15 and a half, you had a rough fourth quarter there where you went from feeling <laughs> amazing to feeling awful and then back to amazing. And it was just an incredible game. First of all, uh, Penn State always plays Ohio State tough, but they just can't seem to to get that victory. And And ultimately, the turnovers are what killed them. You know, I felt like their defense was holding up. I felt like they were moving the ball against Ohio State's defense. Okay, but all three of the interceptions from Sean Clifford, you know, were huge. One of them was a pick six. The other two were, were really bad and ended up with scoring drives. Yeah, um, it, it was uh, it was a crazy game. And yeah, like you said, the Penn State betters, but both. Ohio State betters, too. They have 15 <laughs> and a half. They come back in the end, right? Think that yep. they're... Scott Free, oh my God, we're going to cover here, and then Penn State gets the sort of back door, if you will. I mean, it yeah, sort of set it up to where Penn State got the back door. It felt like it would have been a bad beat if you were on Penn State side, and they ended up in Ohio State ended up covering. But there was no, there actually was a legit bad beat on Saturday at the same time, and that was the the West Virginia, um, the West Virginia TCU game. So. Yeah. I ended up in one of my little parlays. I had TCU, so it wasn't a bad beat for me, but I'm fully willing to admit it was a bad beat all around if you were on the West Virginia side. So TCU is up three points. It's fourth and one with like 40 seconds left to go, and and TCU has the ball. And all they're trying to do is run this play on fourth and one to get the first down, and then they're just going to kneel it. The game is going to be over. They're not trying to score. But what happens? They're in the shotgun, and a – a West Virginia player jumps off sides right before the snap. So he gets a free play. So he just chucks up a ball to the receiver and the receiver comes down with it in the end zone and they cover. And if you were on West Virginia side, like that was never going to happen. I guess there was maybe a chance that running play broke through and went all the way, but that's a pretty slim chance. But the whole jump off side thing where they just get a free shot and the quarterback instantly throws to the end zone. That one's tough if you were on the Mountaineers. That was a legit bad beat. Yeah, West Virginia is a... First of all, you're right. It was, and uh, that was really... I mean, I didn't have money on it, so I kind of love watching that kind of stuff. It's just entertaining for me. <laughs> yeah. But it was an interesting game because, I mean, West Virginia, they always play better than I think they're going to play. I've faded them a bunch this year. I bet against them a yep. lot this year. I don't know why. It's just like I always seem to gravitate towards doing that. 
I didn't do that this week, like I said. But, I mean, they had 25 first downs to, to TCU 17, 9 to 17 third downs, 4 to 2 or 3 on fourth downs. So it's like, okay, they have pretty good stats, but then you look at the plays. West Virginia ran 79 plays. TCU ran 55. Yep. So, I mean, they held the ball so much longer. 36 minutes and 16 seconds for West Virginia, 23 minutes and 44 seconds for TCU. They didn't have the ball at all. And that's why when you look at yards per play, okay, that makes sense. TCU, 9.0 yards per play, 9 even. West Virginia, 5.5. So that kind of shows and breaks things down. When TCU had the ball, they were effective. When West Virginia had the ball, I mean, they were pretty good. I mean, good enough to keep up, score 31 points. But TCU, I think, was the better team when they had the ball. And good game plan by West Virginia. Real good game plan. For sure. And they're 8-0 now. And you're right. I mean, that was a trap spot, especially with some of the big games for them, you know, in the, in the weeks previous to go on the road at a struggling West Virginia team major trap spot. And so they get, they get the job done. They get the win and they get the cover and TCU eight. No in the big 12. Yeah. And the big 12 doesn't get any easier. I mean, they got Texas tech at home next week. That's oh, going to yeah. be tough. They got uh, Texas uh, on the road, uh, on the road the week after that Baylor week after that, then Iowa state. So, well, yep. I don't know what Matt Campbell will do, but besides that. And sticking in the, uh, the big 12, Kansas state with a backup quarterback. Wow. No, um, dude, wait, 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 surprise of the weekend. Uh, Taylor Martinez. Oh my God! Well, or is it Adrian? God damn it, <laughs> Oh my Jesus God! I've, I've screwed He's, up in my head. You, so you would much. think that you would go back to earlier episodes and correct <laughs> no, it. I'm just I, I psych myself out of it constantly. So I, no, Adrian Martinez. No problem for for K State and and with a backup quarterback, they destroy Oklahoma State at home, forty eight to nothing. Wow! I mean, absolutely Goose abuse egg, them, baby. And and from from the jump, I mean, Deuce Vaughn had a huge game. The backup Howard for K State had four touchdowns, almost three hundred yards through the air, and they just dominated Oklahoma State. And of course, the one week where I I pick Oklahoma State and say, yeah, I, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because I keep betting against them. They get, <laughs> they get blown out 48 to nothing. Uh, that's exactly why I pass. That's why you pass on some games. You know, yeah. I didn't want to do have anything to do with it. And I would have leaned, you know, I would have gone Oklahoma State if, if you would have forced me to pick. But what a what a what a bad game. I mean, just a horrible oh, showing. They terrible. got dominated everywhere. I was afraid of their offensive line, but they were not good anywhere so that was just a, yep. a, a bad showing all around yep uh georgia dominates florida in the world's uh, largest outdoor cocktail party uh not very close in that one 42 to 20 i don't think georgia covered ultimately but um it wasn't close at any point um and uh you know georgia just steamrolling their way eight no uh, next week they face an eight no tennessee team obviously Let's we're gonna go. be breaking that down on wednesday that game is gonna be nuts yeah um, i'm so excited for that game um it's going oh, to be a good uh, one, Mike. Speaking of Tennessee, they destroy Kentucky 44-6 to wow, at home. That was crazy. Tennessee, man. They're super they're, impressive. They're, if their defense starts clicking, that's what I'm looking for with Tennessee to make them a complete yep. team is they need to show it on defense. And they did it against Kentucky. Obviously, it's Kentucky, right? You know, it's, it's, it is impressive, but we need to see that they can do it against other teams. It's good to see them do it, though. If they get Kentucky give up 20, you know, 24, 28 points, that's, that's another, another story. So I think it's good. It's promising for Tennessee. If their defense continues to improve like that, they'll be able to compete at the end of the year. That's what it's about their defense at this point. No one questions the offense. 
But I think that I think they might have the best offense in the country. Honestly, I do too. Um, I because they're too. doing it against everyone. No, I, I agree. I, I think it's it's the the a lot of the advanced stats say Ohio State is still competitive for that in in uh, that discussion. But I mean, mm-hmm. you're not getting an argument from me, Tennessee. And er, early line, by the way, t- next week, of course, they're at Georgia. Georgia, an eight and a half point. Home favorite. Um, Ooh, I'll take that all day, baby. I would be leaning Tennessee with that as well. We'll see what that number's at come Wednesday when we break down those games. But um, I, you know, I still think Georgia's the best team in the country, and I think, but I think that Tennessee is a team that can hang with anyone, and well, you know that that game is going to be nuts. And I just hope that it's a really good game. Um, I have mine right the, here, Han. I want to see what I have mine at for last. week. This is not a, uh, adjusted. This is before last right. week. But still, uh, power rate. I'm pro- probably not a massive adjustment either way for either team, right? Yeah, probably doesn't move a ton. Right. So I've got Georgia about nine and a half points better than Tennessee before okay. last. Yeah, and it before opened, last it week. opened. I think nine and a half, and it's down to nine or eight but, and a half or something like that. But so who's home? Who's the home team? Georgia. Nine and a half. So wow, interesting. So there's value there, actually. Uh, in, in your case. On, on the dog. So exactly. Go ahead. Uh, Georgia. Yeah. That's go right. ahead and mark it as a bet board victory. Um, <laughs> or a, a bet board game. Oh, the, the, um, the Freudian slip. It comes in. <laughs> oh, bet board victory for me. I Freud knows what's up. Um, uh, Oregon dominates Cal 42 points. Huge, huge game for Bo Nix again. I think he had five or six touchdowns uh, through the air and on the ground. Um, the Bo Nix. A lot of people saying Bo Nix for Heisman. Oh, I would love for him to I, be there. At the, uh, yeah, I don't look, know. You know what's funny, too, is sometimes I do this. Sometimes I go strongly the other way, right? The, it's the Matt Campbell thing. We're not going to get into it again. But when everyone goes so hard in one direction, I kind of like to go the other way if I if I believe it. And same thing with Bo Nix. I don't, I don't love Bo Nix. I don't think he's quarterback of his class or anything. Champion. No, no, no. But it's funny because the, the Bo Nix slander and the Bo Nix hate – was real for a long time. Right. Yeah, but it was yeah. also justified. He wasn't doing for this sure. those first couple of years at, know, at Auburn. I know, but I love that he's having the last laugh. And okay. that's, as far that's as what the I appreciate. Heisman, as far as the Heisman conversation goes, like the front runners before the season started, they haven't like They're gone. They haven't really been that great. But right. Bo Nix has been so much better than we thought he would be. No, he has. Yeah. And look, he's, he's playing against Pac-12 teams. He's playing yeah, against true. defenses that aren't, you know, so we have to remember that. But I just like, you know, it's just, I just hate the whole easy target, easy ragging on people. And I'm glad that he's at least playing well. That's just what I want to say. But Oregon, yeah, man, they come to enough. they come to Boulder next week and uh, look out for the buffs. Probably going to be 30-point dogs to right. upset them. All right, money line. Let's go. Big L for the Oregon Ducks. (laughs) That's big time. Um, Ole Miss goes into A&M and gets the victory despite a slow start. They were down early, um, and and they ended up just completely handling and and getting everything they wanted on the ground against A&M. A&M falls to three and five, and Lane Kiffin immediately after the game in his post-game interview taking shots at Jimbo for payback for some of the shots that that Jimbo was, was taking at him in the offseason, taking at him at Sa- and Saban. And like one of the, th- the things I love is he mentioned, he's like, yeah, you know, we got 300 yards on the ground against a bunch of five stars. Like he's just taking. <laughs> and then, and then the reporter asked him, what are you going to dress up as for Halloween? And he said, maybe Jimbo's got a clown or, or a Joker costume. I can borrow. Shut like, up. Uh, oh yeah, dude, Whoa. taking legit shots. And then he followed it up Whoa. today with like, 
yeah, man, if you want to take shots at me and my friend, Nick Saban, like this, that I'm going to be, I'm going to do the same. And he's right. I mean, uh, I, I think it's Quentin Judkins. I can't remember. I'm not sure if it's, if it's Quentin for sure, his first name, but the Ole Miss running back, he had 34 carries for 200 yards. Uh, I mean, they just got whatever they wanted against AM, and this is exactly why Quinchon. I fight. Quinchon, thank you. Um, they they just did they they completely outplayed a And M for the style that a And M wants to play, which is like we're going to be more physical, we're going to run the ball, we're going to play better defense, and a And M is just yeah the arrow is pointing down for them, and uh, and this was a, a big bounce back victory for Ole Miss, who is now eight and one, you know, with that one loss to to LSU, so very much still technically alive in the SEC West race, should they be able to compete with Alabama, and who knows at this point. You know, I don't know how that game will shake out. Uh, do they play that game at home? Let me look. Um, um, I'm not sure. While you look that up, I want to, I want to be careful with with the narrative on this game, because even though I agree, um, Ole Miss looked good. They outplayed Texas A&M. It was a really close game, and to A&M yeah. did play well. A&M had 338 passing yards. I mean, they yep. did well and and took advantage of this Ole Miss defense that we've talked about being. Uh, a suspect secondary now for a couple weeks. So for sure, I want to just be careful. It wasn't a blowout. You know, it was uh, Ole Miss outgained them by 50 yards, but the difference was on the ground. As you said, Will, physical at the line of scrimmage, yep. uh, they outrushed them 390 to 142. So yeah, that was incredible. important in this game. And Ole Miss, I mean, look, Ole Miss is a team, in my opinion, a little overrated right now, but they're still, I don't want to piss Ole Miss fans off, you know, but. I think they're a very, very, very good team. They'll make a great bowl game this year, have a chance to win it, but they're not one of the best teams in the SEC, and I think that right. this defense is going to get exposed soon from an offense that can take advantage of it, just like happened a couple weeks ago against LSU. Yeah, Ole Miss is good, but they're suspect, for sure. For sure. And they also, do, they actually they get a bye before they host Alabama at home in two weeks. So uh, I have a new uh, product. I have a new uh, product. Okay. And it, this is a non player product. You know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I like to help the players out. The, um, the new, um, uh, NEI or, uh, what is the NIL, NIL deals? Yeah. NIL yeah. You're deals. a big pro player guy. <laughs> no, pro, uh, pro player. But this time I want to help out the millionaire Jimbo Fisher and come mm-hmm. out with a new product for him and it's going to be help. it's going to be a little darker okay this is a jimbo down year he needs a product that reflects that maybe it's a it's a shady kind of dark you know hazy ad with him on there jimbo's mm. swisher sweets Interesting, because he's getting smoked. Jimbo Swisher, right? Jimbo Swisher, Jimbo Fisher. Oh, Jimbo yeah, Fisher. Fisher so Swishers. Jimbo Swish. Oh yeah, so Fisher Swisher. F- F- Fisher Sweets. Fisher Fisher Sweets. Fisher Sweets. <laughs> Something like that. Okay, Jimbo. Well, that's what his players were smoking in the locker room. That's why they got suspended. <laughs> that's what Jimbo Look at needs. Fisher Swisher. I love it, dude. Swishers, Fisher yeah. Sweets. <laughs> I love that. Um. Uh, Michigan takes care of Michigan State at home, and then we have yeah, and then uh, Michigan's ta- and then Michigan State uh, takes care of one player after the game in the uh, two tunnel. players, two, two players, players. Yeah. yeah. So uh, look, this is a yeah. What happened there, dude? Oh, so it, for this rivalry, you know is what not happened? Like he, you know what happened? A Mel Tucker coach team did a Mel Tucker coach team thing. Will go ahead. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I don't know if this is a is is a is a direct reflection of Mel Tucker. It may be. It may not. Mm-hmm. Um, but this rivalry is is different even like the Michigan Ohio State rivalry is the bigger rivalry of the two right but there's like a mutual respect there 
And even though you do have like fights that break out on the field, sometimes you've never seen anything like this. The Michigan, Michigan state rivalry. Never seen what someone take their helmet off and swing it at someone else. No, I've never yeah, like seen off that. The in the, field in the tunnel. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like stuff that's not off the field. Like even in the heat of the game, when guys start throwing punches on the field, it's like understood. It's not condoned. It's like, Hey, they get kicked out of the game, but no one is like saying this is criminal activity. But yeah, when a Michigan player gets jumped in the tunnel, and yeah. what, uh, there's a bunch so, of. Will, why of, don't you explain exactly what happened? Uh, yeah. So right after the game ended, you know, obviously um, these teams don't like each other. Michigan players were celebrating with the Paul Bunyan trophy. And uh, a week ago we had some stuff in the news about Michigan's tunnel. And by the way, oh, okay. like, so the, the, there have been like scuffles in the tunnel before. That's a real thing. Yeah, it happened with the both teams come out of the same tunnel. Exactly. It's one tunnel that comes out to the field. The locker rooms are like right across from each other. But, and so they have, you know, they, they separate when the teams go in and when they come out, stuff has happened before. Right. And, you, and the people that are crying tunnel, they have a point in that, like, yeah, that's not a great setup for keeping shit like this from happening. Now, that being said, there have been scuffles between Michigan and Michigan state, Michigan, Ohio state, Michigan, Penn State in the past. Penn State, yeah, it happened last weekend. And but it's we're talking about guys like shoving each other and maybe like a, a, the rumor was during the Penn State game is that someone got a, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich thrown at someone, <laughs> right? But that's just like regular shit. Having a Michigan player who's wa- an injured player who wasn't even playing who's walking up the tunnel that gets literally fucking jumped by like eight Michigan State players that circle around him and are throwing punches and kicking him while he's on the ground. And then another player, same thing. There's two different videos out on social media. And if you're a Michigan state player, who's crying that like this guy like started it, even though there's no evidence to that at all, even if he was talking shit like that's sports, man, people are going to talk right. shit after a game in a rivalry. That's what happens. If you're like, if you're defending a bunch of players circling and jumping a Michigan player and, and I'm glad Tower said it. Cause the other video that came out was that, this one dude was holding a Michigan player. His name is Jamin Green, and the other guy was hitting him with his fucking helmet. <laughs> it's so like, yeah, it's it's unacceptable. The, the police are now involved. Like those guys are gonna get. I don't know. Yeah, what's assault now, brother. We'll see what what Mel Tucker does. I don't know if he's gonna be the type to actually come down hard on his players he's or not. not. Because, we'll see. Because that that that's my issue here. Mel Tucker was in Colorado for a couple of years, and I. Uh, got to see him up close and personal for a lot of different things. The interviews, the the, the press conferences, and the yep. one thing he always uh, uh, pressed and, and wanted to get through to the players was relentlessness. Uh, pre- As a matter right. of fact, Ryan, do you remember the team keep motto? Keep the, 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 yeah, relentless. It was relentless, okay? And this year's keep chopping. So he gets that into his players, this whole thing. Teams in college, so much more than, I would say any other sport, maybe... Uh, uh, college basketball is this way again. A college sport, they take the identity of the coach so much. I mean, Alabama sure. is Nick Saban, Ole Miss is Lane Kiffin, and right. you know what? Michigan State is Mel Tucker. And so, this is what you get when you're unhinged, unleashed. Something happens, you think that you, there's no consequences, you think you're a badass, you think that, that you're supposed to stand up. And they probably are telling us this locker room, Hey, they touched my brother, we're sitting up for what's right. They touched my brother, like, like this Mel Tucker rhetoric, this nonsense that he's probably preaching. If he there. even did, who knows? Don't we don't know what happened, right, but, but yeah, you're but right. Again, I'm sure that gets preached in practice, right? You stand up for your brother no matter what happens. You like, and so anyway, right. it's just speculation about the whole Mel Tucker thing, uh, what he says in practice, but what I know is what kind of guy he is, what kind of coach he is, and I do also know that the team shows the identity of the head coach in a lot of different ways. So I blame Mel Tucker for this. I blame these kids who couldn't control themselves for this. I hope a lot happens that comes down, and I would be really embarrassed right now to be a, a Michigan State fan. 
Well, and well, the, like the really sad thing too is that like in those videos, there's a ton of Michigan State players standing around not doing anything, like not trying to be like, "Hey, man, like pull your pull your teammate back, right, and, and keep him out of trouble, right." And and in one of the videos, there's a Michigan State staffer who literally is like running away from to it, block like, the no no trying, no he's trying to block the camera he's yeah, trying to step in like, front of the it's camera it's just classless shit and and a lot of times in this Michigan Michigan State game we've seen like with previous coaching staff Mark D'Antonio. You never saw stuff quite to this level, but there were a lot of cheap shots from players, like late hits, things like that. And it always felt like that was a reflection of D'Antonio that he, it felt like he was encouraging that a little bit. Um, and, and he never was hard enough on his players when they did shit like that. And so this feels like a bit of an extension of that. And hopefully the Michigan players, you know, aren't badly hurt. I don't know. There's no report yet, but just classless, man. And it's not the whole team. It's certainly not the whole uh, the whole staff or the whole fan base. No, yeah, I'm it's, not only, it's only to ten shit of on, them. It's only ten of the. Uh, but it's many just, on the-, the players that did that, man. Like that's that truly is classless, and I don't even care if the Michigan player was talking shit. Like that's part of sports. It could be man. any team. Yeah, no shit. It could be exactly. any team. You know? He could have said anything. There's nothing that you can say that, that justifies exactly. that. So, well, so I'm not that, sure if you guys saw Mel Tugger also swing on a fan. Yeah, well, that one actually, I'll, I'll defend Mel Tucker on that one because because a Michigan player reached out and like touched, and his, touched head, his head, yeah. and he like swung at his hand. And yeah, exactly, that, I'm yeah, actually exactly. all I agree a hundred percent. Like, if a, a fan should not reach out and touch a player, a coach, anything, I a hundred percent am like if Jim Harbaugh. Did and it, I was like, about yeah, to back him off. up for that, you know. Yes, uh, for sure. Uh, some stats from that game, though. If you guys are uh, done with your uh, player fight thing, you guys yeah, yeah. have any more comments on that? Are we good? No, go ahead. Uh, Michigan crushed them, uh, 443 to 252 yards. Uh, yep. Michigan on the ground, and this is what we talked about, kind of a theme this week. Teams who won and should have covered the spread and did a really good job, dominated on the ground. Michigan outrushed them 276 to 37. Michigan held the ball <laughs> 40 minutes and 33 seconds to 19 minutes for uh, Michigan State. I mean, yeah. Sparty didn't have a chance this game. Michigan outplayed them. Um, they very, missed Kenneth Walker for sure. Yeah, yeah, very good and, game plan overall. And at halftime, uh, Mel Tucker in his interview to I think it was Molly McGrath or whoever the sideline reporter was apparently said, like at halftime going, and he's like, they can't cover our receivers because they had had some success throwing the ball in the first half, and I believe they had like negative two receiving yards in the second half. So oh, wow. Um, and yeah, the keep chopping thing, which they kept showing him on the sideline doing his keep chopping, uh, you know, symbol. Like that shit doesn't play when you're like making bad plays and making turnovers and shit like that. Gimmicky stuff only works when you're winning. There's one thing he can do, and that's talk. I mean, he's a great salesman, you know. But yeah, you gotta he's win got games. a fat, a fat guaranteed contract too. So, yeah. um, not not great. Hey, but either way, how happy are you big, about that though? If he keeps this up, that's gonna be awesome for you as a Michigan. Well, band. I wasn't happy before because he was two and zero against Michigan going into that, and so I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I I think that. I still think that he has the potential to build Michigan State into a really good program. He's a good recruiter. Yeah. He seems before this year seemed to be a good big game coach, but um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I, I I think that this rivalry is not slowing down anytime soon, though. I can tell you that next year with everything that went down after that game, it's probably going to be another uh, intense game, and I wouldn't be surprised to see more shit like this happen, yeah, to be honest in, in with you. Yeah, East Lansing next year. But Mi- Michigan and Ohio State look to be on uh, on the path of meeting at 11-0, which is going to be – Insane. That's going to be a massive That's game. It's going to be so, righteous, dude. It's going to be right. It's going to be fun, baby. It's going to uh, be fun. It's going to be big time. Uh, I didn't really have any other games to speak on except for I sent you guys one of my parlays, 
and I bet on Northwestern against <laughs> Iowa. And first of all, it killed the one I gave out on the podcast, and then it killed another that I sent to you guys, which would have hit if not for that. And it, I, like looking back, like Tyron always talks about that, and I do too. Like when you look back and you go, "Man, like why did I do that on a losing bet?" And it was strictly wanting to fade Iowa. Like you're I feeling even, yourself, dude. I didn't bother to look at Northwestern, and and so Northwestern is officially on the the dead to me list for this year. <laughs> I, I I won't I won't bet them All anymore because right. they couldn't. I don't cover. know why you bet them in the first place, dude. I just wanted I've I've been all over fading Northwestern? Iowa this year and it hasn't actually hasn't worked out that well. <laughs> so uh, you can hear the breakdown I gave last week and it was not very smart actually. So uh, that's that's the way she goes. But yeah, any other games you guys wanted to talk about? No, I'm good. Ready for next yeah. week. Sweet. Yeah, we got some big Let's games go. coming. We're gonna break down on Wednesday, so stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at CFB underscore pod. Follow us on Instagram at College Football Tailgate. We'll see you Wednesday.